0: Hey, everyone, how is everyone doing? I can't wait to get started on this episode of the Let's Be Fucking For Real podcast. I am so sorry, guys. It has been such a minute since I have last recorded an episode, and I am deeply sorry for that. Life just got in the way, and it was one curveball after another. Um, So I'm definitely excited, though, that I am here and I am recording for you guys. I thought it would be super cool just to talk about what we did for Halloween. A lot of people were asking me like, hey, did you dress up as Tina? And unfortunately I didn't. I was super excited though to dress up as her, but I just didn't have the time to come up with the costume and getting things together. So last minute, I kind of just threw on an all black outfit and wore my Mickey ears. It was super cute, at least I thought it was cute. But for the most part, it was fun. I was able to enjoy my time with uh, my friends that came over. We played board games and it was relaxing just to be home and just having a good time. I feel like I'm always on the go. So I never really have that time to really enjoy being home. I'm always in different appointments or just always running around doing errands. So it was definitely cool. One of the things I wanted to talk about today, too, was dating. Dating is super fucking intimidating. I just feel like I know what I want now. After my divorce, I really was able to process what happened. I was able to just realize what I did wrong in the marriage, what he did wrong in the marriage, and essentially learn from that learn from those mistakes and gain that experience. So now when I date someone, I honestly am so picky. I know I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be picky. However, I'm in my 30s now. I just turned 30 this year. I have no room to just hang out and talk to people and just do hookups like fuck no. I want to find a partner. I want to find a life partner, someone I could have a life with, have a future with, you know? And I feel like I'm more critical of who I give my time to. It's sad, but I just feel like I spent most of my 20s, majority of my 20s with my ex-husband. Um, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love him, even though things didn't end so well. I love him because of the experience I had from that marriage, and most importantly, I adore him because he was so important in my life. He fucking hates my guts, even though things went south, but that's a whole different episode. One of the things that I really look for when I'm talking to someone is just, how are they? Like, are you cool with your family? Um, what are your family values? What do you want in the future? Do you want kids? I come from a family that we're super close, uh, super, super fucking close. I'm even closer to my mom and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Me and my mom have no boundaries. I tell her pretty much everything from who I'm talking to, who I'm dating she knows everything she is my rock she is my life she is my best friend she's my whole world so i truly mean it when i say i tell her everything but i that's what i want in someone someone that values that someone that is able to essentially have that same relationship with their mom because i feel like if you have a good relationship with your family that says a lot about your character And I'm so big on family, so that's always something I'm going to look for in someone is how close are they with their family? I know not everyone is close with their family, and that's definitely understandable. But I guess just knowing that someone has that same value is truly what I look for. Now, before I get into this next discussion, Those that are my family, I am warning you, do not listen to this next part, but here I go. I started dating this guy uh, fairly recently, and he was super sweet, he was funny, he was caring, and he just made me feel comfortable with him, and that's like a big plus. If I feel comfortable with you, where I'm able to just have random conversations you know, just be comfortable in a room with you where we're not talking, but yet we're just together and just going on about our day. That's comfortable for me. Only because it just makes me feel like I have someone there whenever I need them or whenever I need someone to talk to. But this guy taught me a lot. He was so fucking good and bad. The sex was amazing and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his company. I enjoyed being with him. And I learned a lot from that relationship after my divorce. It's just so funny because I was so comfortable with him. I was so comfortable that, you know, I took a shower with him. We would just hang out. We would watch movies. Uh, We would go hang out at my mom's house, at my siblings. It was a great time. And... I feel like there's no fucking book that walks you through life after divorce, how to fucking date after divorce. It's just, I'm fucking winging it (laughs) and I feel like I'm doing somewhat okay. But sometimes I just wish like you would know when the right guy is in front of you. Clearly I didn't get the memo the first time around because obviously it didn't end well. However, I'm just ready to just enjoy life. I'm taking things so slow. I love being able to have time to myself. And I love being able to have a whole walk-in closet to myself without having to share anything. It's just finding myself again, because I felt like most of my time was really trying to tailor around my ex-husband. And I don't want to do that when I'm dating someone new. I want someone to enjoy life with me and not being able to have them depend on me to make them happy or vice versa. Because essentially I want to be happy and I want to have someone come in with me and just be happy together. I want us to be both in a good place in life where we're just chilling. Like we're just relaxing and just having a good time, enjoying our company together. And that's what I want. The amount of guys in the Valley that are just into hookup culture is disgusting. And all they want, especially the gay guys, all they want to do is just hook up with different people, go clubbing or go drinking, they're potheads, or they're just Just under the radar, meaning they have girlfriends or they have wives, but they still want their booty on the side. I just, I fucking had it. You can't do that shit. It's just not okay. My marriage ended somewhat infidelity, and I just don't, I don't fuck with it. I mean, if you're not happy, get the fuck out of the relationship. Don't hurt. The other person, because you are just horny and just want to get it out. Like, no, just don't. If you're unhappy, leave. That's just truly what it comes down to. And these guys in the valley are just toxic and they're notorious for just sleeping around. So I truly believe that I'm probably going to die single at this point because it's rare to find someone that has the same values that you have for one secondly that they're established meaning they have a job they have a career they have a car they're living on their own you don't see that anymore granted i started my life with my ex-husband but i'm doing everything by myself and i have my own apartment i pay my own damn bills I do everything by myself that I don't depend on anyone. And truly that's really what I'm looking for is someone that's independent. I love that in someone that is just absolutely independent. It's sexy. So fucking sexy. Like tell me you paid your bills and what bills you paid as you're fucking me. Like I find that fucking sexy. But that's just a different kind of podcast that we're not doing today. One of the things that I feel like I want to get more in depth about is my divorce. I feel like I want to do a separate episode about that, just explaining my experience, what I went through, uh, what I had to overcome financially, what I had to overcome mentally, physically, it's a lot. I seen my mom go through a divorce from my dad and. I remember how things played out. How traumatic it was not only for my mom, but for my siblings. And I, I didn't think that I would be put in a situation where I'd be talking about a divorce because I told myself my first marriage is going to be my only marriage. And I feel like a lot of people say that going into a marriage. They don't really think about, or at least they don't want to think about what if there is an end to the marriage. It's just not your mindset when you're just so in love. And it's it happens, that's totally valid. However, I feel like me speaking about my experiences and what I went through may help someone else, someone else that doesn't have that sense of guidance or have someone else to really just hear out and compare the situations about what they're going through. I know that most of the stuff that I went through and what helped me get through my divorce was my mom. It was, you know, my best friend, Amy, it was my sister, it was my brother, just my inner circle. I was so big on social media as far as posting what me and my ex-husband did. I Social media was my diary. I had pictures of me and him anytime we would go out to the beach, anytime I hosted like a family gathering for him and his family. It was all pictured and it was all put out to the world to see. And after the divorce, I just became silent. And you just feel lost, like you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. Almost like a sense of like I I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed I was going through divorce. And it doesn't have to be like that. I didn't do anything that ended the marriage, it I feel like it was mostly his fault. And I take some ownership for what had happened and transpired a hundred percent. But at the end of the day, I was putting in what I needed to put in as far as work on the relationship more than he was. And at the end of the day, the way that it ended, it's just not it wasn't okay. But I feel like that experience alone may help someone. You just never know what someone else is going through because unless you truly know that person, you won't know. And I was so private with about my divorce that even my uncles, um, they didn't know. I had an uncle that lives or have an uncle that lives a few hours away from me and during one of our family get-togethers Kia had asked me like hey like where's your where's your man and i'm like hey like we we separate and we're we're divorced like it's been it's been a while and i think that's kind of what happens when i when i was so public about everything and as much as i don't want to put my dirty laundry out there in the world. I feel like it may help someone and that's why I'm doing that. So I've been actually talking about how to go about in putting out the episode, putting it out in a sense where it's not ill-mannered. It's speaking the truth while still respecting him and still... Saying it with grace, not in any kind of poor way towards him. I just have that respect for him, even though what happened happened. It's not right to just throw him under the bus either. So that's something I'm actually working on. I'm excited for it. I'm kind of hoping to put it out. I want to say, Next month, if not the month following, I just have to be really careful on how I word everything because, again, I want to make sure it's not coming out aggressively or it's coming out in any way where it's making him look like a total villain because that's far from the case. I had, as I mentioned before, just as much guilt and failing the marriage as much as he did. So we'll see how that goes. However, one of the things that I actually wanted to go about and talking about is the hookup culture. I kind of talked about it already, and I just I can't do it. I tried it, but people are fucking gross. I can't do it. Let me just get into it for a bit. So, I started uh doing that hookup culture kind of a thing with this guy, that was a marine. He was stationed over at Lemoore, which is not too far from where I live. And trust me, it was fun. I can't just hook up with any random person. I have to get to know the person first. And this guy was super sweet. You know, we made it clear what we wanted, which was just hookups. We didn't want to pursue a relationship. I personally was not mentally stable to do that. And it was fun. It was so much fun. Uh, we would essentially hook up, I want to say, almost every day, nearly every day um, at night. And it was amazing. And this guy, I kid you not, when I say that he lasted in bed for a good hour like he would come late at night over to my home and he would come in like at maybe 10 o'clock at night 11 and he wouldn't leave until two in the morning three in the morning sometimes because we would just go at it and we would take a break just talk and then we would go back at it again Now, when I say that Marine men are just a different vibe, they are a whole fucking type. They're in a class of its own because he had so much energy in him. It was just breathtaking, literally. But I think that was like the only guy I truly hooked up with after my divorce. And it was more so just to put myself out there. And there's apps, obviously, that you could get on. And there's one that's specifically for my people. And I don't want to say the name because that app is mildly embarrassing. However, the people that are on there are fucking disgusting. Those are the kind of guys I spoke about earlier where they're always on the down-low. Where they're like, oh, I'm on the down low. I don't show my face. Well, how the fuck am I supposed to know who's going to come over and hang out with me? Or I'm going to go to you kind of a thing. Like, first of all, if you're butt fucking ugly, I'm not going to go near you. I know that's so shallow to say, but it's kind of fair to be attractive to someone or attracted. I should say not attractive. But I have to be attracted to you in order for me to even try to pursue a sexual relationship with you but these guys on this app i i they need therapy you need to find out why you're cheating on your girlfriend or why you're so scared to come out of the closet and just show your face you need to fucking stop we're all adults i don't give two fucks who you are At the end of the day, it's just hooking up and you're probably never going to hear from me again, unless the sex was really good. But other than that, don't hold your breath because these guys are just disgusting. But going back to the Marine guy, we were consistent for about a good month or two. And I knew at some point that a relationship was going to end. And, man, I was not looking forward for that day to end because I just felt like a fucking drive-thru open 24-7, as disgusting as it fucking sounds. But he had me working, and I was working for fucking free because, I kid you not, it it was that good. And it wasn't until I was open to the idea of dating that I actually started dating, and that's when I started dating my ex-boyfriend and he was so good in bed too but it was a different kind of sex <laughs> it's fucking gross but I was comfortable with him so I was more open to trying new things um with my ex-boyfriend versus the marine the marine it was more like okay this is what we're doing he took charge which was so fucking sexy and I didn't mind it And that relationship was cool. You know, I liked it. It was casual. It wasn't anything serious. I knew where that relationship started and I knew where it ended. And as fun as it was, I respected it because, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be something long term. And that's kind of what I like, or I guess something I'm open to, is just having something casual something that I could go to this person just for like hookups and that's it like we're not going to hang out we're not going to go to the movies we're not going to go have dinner you're gone after the deed is done kind of a thing but also not just hooking up with anyone like just having that mutual agreement where we're only going to be exclusive to each other and that's it because there's so much diseases out there it's especially in this community. Fuck no, I am not sharing your herpes with anyone, including myself. Like I, I'm not doing that. I shouldn't have to get tested after every single time there is a new body. I'm not doing that, and I feel like it's just a respect thing, right? Like you're respecting the other person you're hooking up with, and you're not hoeing around at least that's how I feel. I feel like I, I understand what the hookup culture is, but I'm doing it my way. I'm not going to get an STD because fuck that. I am too fucking old to sit my ass in a fucking clinic and be told, Hey, you have chlamydia. No, I'm, it's fucking gross. I cannot do that. And I'm sure people have had that experience and I'm sorry that you're a cochina but learn from your fucking mistake girlfriend don't do it if he looks like a cochino you know it's gonna be dirty and you know you should go to the clinic the next fucking day so I learned from my friends mistakes (laughs) but yeah hookups they're just not for me I feel like I have to get to know someone first in order to do that. And right now, I guess where I'm at in life, I'm not rushing for anything. I feel like I know what I want and what I'm capable of having in a relationship. I know what I bring to the table, that I'm okay with just being myself and just hanging out, being able to spend time with my family, my kids, my dogs. I just, I'm not really into. We're looking for that kind of relationship right now. I mean, if it comes, it comes, but I'm not searching for it. I'm not playing fucking Dora, looking at the fucking map, looking for a man. That's a big no. Anyways, I want to know something. How is everyone feeling about Thanksgiving? I can't believe how fast Thanksgiving came shortly after October more specifically Halloween. I am excited only because Thanksgiving is just a time I know that I will have with my family. And I look forward to that. Having everyone under the same roof is just a dream come true for me. My siblings and I have just such a hectic schedule. We all have our own lives. We have our own kids. We have our own jobs. And Just to be able to set some time aside for each other, just for a day, I love that. And enjoying some food while we're all under the same house, fuck yeah, let's do it. My favorite entree for Thanksgiving Day, I feel like, is turkey and stuffing. I know for a fact I'm going to be in the gym for at least five hours straight that day after because I'm going to hit it hard. And I'm okay with that because you only have one fucking life, so might as well just live it to your fucking best. But I'm also excited for the wine. Uh, Stella Rosa is my bitch and I will live by that unless I find a different wine then of course I'll cheat on that bitch but for the most part Stella Rosa she my girl I absolutely love the red one I think it's called Stella Rosa Black that's that's my go to if I'm having like a really rough day I just pull up a bottle of wine and just go ham on it and by the end of that bottle I will feel relaxed and not give two shits in the world about what's going on. And I feel like that day amongst drinking and eating, I'm going to be just on cloud nine. So I'll be ready for that. And I think that's what I'm excited for the most, honestly, is just the fucking wine. Because my family, my immediate family is big as is, especially with all the kids that we have. So I'm going to need to either be high that day to get over it, but that's not a bad idea now that I think about it. Because think about it, the food is going to be so fucking good and it's going to be even better when your senses are on a different level. I'm going to do that again this year. Anyways, um where does everyone like Get their weed from because I feel like I only go to the dispensary. But when I was younger, I always knew that one person I could always go to in my neighborhood that would have it on deck. And I feel like I lost that connection. (laughs) I don't have that now. I'd probably get a better deal on the streets for what I pay now at the dispensary. But if you know anyone, hit me up, please, because you shouldn't gatekeep that information. Tell your homie I'm a friend and I'm willing to spend my money on him. Not on him specifically, but his product. <laughs> but yeah, um, I had a really good time just sitting here and having the conversation. I can't wait for the next episode. I really want to bring someone on and just have a whole conversation with someone about just I don't know just anything i feel like one of my cousins my cousin jasmine suggested just having like cousins on and just talking about our experiences just random conversations and that would be so cool just having like a random cousin on every week or every other week i think that'd be interesting i normally wanted to post weekly but because of what i do for work and also with my kids, it kind of makes it hard. I essentially work two jobs and I also have three kids. So at this moment, I'm just going to post whenever I have free time. So what I strongly recommend you do is follow the pod and turn on the notifications so this way you're able to know when I'm posting because I would love for you to interact with me and just tell me what's up. I heard a lot of feedback and I hear you guys. I am so trying to make my pods just a little bit longer. However, with my current setup, it's work in progress. So I promise you I will do my absolute best. And yeah, until next week, it was such an amazing time having this conversation with you. I feel like I got a little personal, but we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Anyways, enjoy your week. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys again. Bye guys.